we want to take up a very serious and a very important uh, topic and that is what constitutes a, and I don't know if that's the best way of putting it, but what constitutes a great personal testimony? You know, we have sometimes in churches they have testimonial services and things like that. But what constitutes really a great testimony? And we're going to go to the book of Genesis for this. The, getting the end of the book in Genesis 41, verse 38. So to answer that question, what constitutes a, a great testimony, a personal one, we need to realize it's not what we say about ourselves or how we had uh, wonderful answers to prayer or how God worked in circumstances of our life, and so on. All that is very important. But Genesis 41, 38 has a very, very good uh, statement here. And this is a, a great statement about a man's personal testimony. So the testimony that we're going to hear was the testimony given about a very wonderful, wonderful man in the Old Testament. And this is a great testimony about him. As he met this young man, he said, so Pharaoh asked his servants, can we find anyone like this, a man who has the Spirit of God in him? Now that is, that was something. See, Joseph was a man who was spirit-filled. And even to a pagan king that worshipped false gods and so on, it was obvious in Joseph's life. He was saying basically, Joseph was a man under the control of the Spirit of God. See, a good testimony is not someone sharing how wonderful they are, but others who know him, what they say about that person. In Ephesians 6, 18, it talks about being filled with the Spirit of God. And this being filled there carries thought of being constantly filled with the Spirit. The Holy Spirit indwells every believer, the Word of God says. But the key is for the believer to allow that Spirit to control his life. And so there are certain signs of a man or a woman or a young person who is filled with God's Holy Spirit. And there's certain things, he says, will be happening inside of that person. The first one, if you read in, in the scriptures there, it says, 
they will be reciting psalms and hymns and spiritual songs for your own good. Literally, it's worship from the heart. I'll be worshiping in my heart. And psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, it, it, it brings a joy uh, in a person's life that when their life is full of that. Then the second thing, it says not only reciting, but singing and making music in your heart to the Lord. Some of us will never be asked uh, to make uh, special music at the church, to stand up, sing a solo or whatever, you know, uh, because our voices maybe aren't quite fit for a congregation. But let me tell you, our voices, when we sing in our hearts, it's a joy to God to hear it. And then the third sign of someone who is under the control of the Holy Spirit of God, he says, always thanking God the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's so easy for us to thank God for the good things. Thank God when things are going my way. Thank God when everything is as it ought to be. But he said, always thank God for everything. The disappointments, the dryness sometimes, the darkness, you know, the dark night of the soul, the desert experience where, you know, we seem like we don't have any water. If God is sovereign, God is in control, and if God is allowing me to go through this situation, not because of result of my false choices, wrong choices, selfish choices, and so on. Those are of God, too, to get me to deal with that. But when I know that, that I'm trying to walk with God, I'm trying to please Him, and there are these speed bumps or these difficulties that come into my life, I need to thank God for those also. For he's, He is the sovereign one that reigns. And a man that is filled with the Spirit of God is acknowledging the sovereignty of God by offering or giving thanks to God for the situation they find themselves in. And then the fourth sign of being filled with the Spirit is submitting, submitting one to another out of reverence for Christ. Submitting to the authorities in my life, submitting to people in my life, and we need the Holy Spirit to do that. So, making what we talked about in a short list, here it comes. A mind filled with the Spirit of God and God's Word as I go through the day, setting my mind on the truths of God's Word. That's what God wants me to do. The second thing is to have a joyful spirit. And the third, a grateful spirit. And the fourth, having a spirit of submission to those around me. Those three things. And a thing that God taught me a long time ago, and that is when I 
sense that my inner joy is gone. I am basically a joyful person. I haven't always been that way. I had so much unhappiness in my life as a teenager, I didn't have much joy at all. But in Christ, I have this great joy. And if I sense my joy is not there, I want to know why not. Why is it that I'm not experiencing the joy of the Lord, whether the times are good or the times are bad? And here is a, pray, a prayer that we ought to pray every day as a believer. Father, fill me today with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Spirit of God so I might go through this day and honor you in my choices. Pray that prayer every day that God would take control of your life for that day. Because yesterday's control is wonderful, but I need the control today. And when you are walking in the Spirit, you will have a good testimony among believers and unbelievers as they come into your life. And share joy as you go through life. Not a fake joy, but a real joy. Have that joyful spirit. And that joyful spirit, people that have a joyful spirit, are people that you want to be around. And other people want to be around. What people say about you is the most important testimony that you have. Bless you.